welcome to the Good Fight Sports Podcast, your home for local sports here in the 574. Check this one, two, one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three. All righty. Quick little intro on episode 18. Lego. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a special edition of the Good Fight Sports Podcast. My name is Kenny Kramer. Uh, I am the only one here today. It's unfortunate, but it do be how it do be. So let's get started on the special episode. For this episode, we are only going to cover um, high school football schedules. Uh, that's all we're going to do. Uh, so we're going to kick it off first with the John Glenn Falcons. Uh, they open up the season August 18th at home against Boone Grove. Uh, that should be a win for the Falcons. Uh, I'm expecting them to get that job done. Uh, going back from last year, uh, John Glenn got a 28-14 to win over Boone Grove. So I expect nothing else than the Falcons to repeat and win against Boone Grove. Uh, then August 25th, uh, the Falcons open up conference play against South Bend Riley. Uh, that's going to be an easy win. South Bend Riley has been rebuilding for a long, long time. Um, and I don't expect Riley to be um, any good this year. Um, I mean, and they may be uh, like average, but I, I expect the Falcons to uh, dominate uh, South Bend Riley. Then September 1st, um, the Falcons play Angola. Uh, last year, I think the Falcons no the Falcons did not play Angola um, so we're going to see Angola was 6-4 and four last year um, played some decent played decent teams um, and did didn't do very well uh, in the tournament ran into some buzz saws um, I think I think the Falcons are going to get it done uh, against Angola, and they're going to start the season off 3-0, and uh, and then they f- face rival Jimtown. This should be, and I, I will say for for John Glenn, um, they face um, four of their rivals back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back. So they start off all of their rivalry games against Jimtown at Jimtown, in conference play, uh, and I think the Falcons are going to fall to Jimtown. I think Jimtown is going to be a surprise 
this year in 3A. Um, I just think there's something going on over there in Elkhart. Um, more specifically, Jamestown. Um, and I think there's something going on, and I think Jimtown is going to be it's going to be pretty decent uh, this year. And I think the Falcons are going to fall to 3-1 and one on the year. Uh, their next game is against Knox at Knox. Um, and that here's another thing. John Glenn has four road games in a row. So here's road game number three. It's at Knox. Um, and I think the road trip is what's going to hang the Falcons. I don't, I don't th I think Knox is going to be good this year, but I think the road trip is what's going to hurt John Glenn. Uh, and I think the Falcons are going to fall to three and two on the air. And their next game is at Bremen. And I think the uh, U.S. six rivalry is going to help John Glenn this year. And I think the Falcons are going to beat Bremen um, to move to four and two on the year. Now, here's where it gets tricky. Their next two games are against teams that are going to be in uh, that new conference, a conference that has yet to be named. Um, they face LaVille um, September 29th, and I think the Lancers are going to get it done against the Falcons. Uh, that will move John Glenn to 4-3 and three on the year, um, and then the Falcons face Tippy Valley. And I think Tippy Valley is going to get it done against Glenn, too. I think Tippy Valley is going to be pretty darn good this year again. Um, and I think it's going to be 4-4 four and four for the Falcons. Uh, and then they close it, and then the Falcons close out conference play against South Bend, Washington. Uh, and I think the Falcons are going to get it done against Washington to move to 5-4 and four on the year. Uh, and I think, that's, I think that's where they're going to finish the regular season. It's 5-4, and four, um, so fairly average for the Falcons. Um... And I could be wrong. I could, could be totally wrong. They could win all their games, they, or they could lose all their games. I mean, I don't know. It's just it's kind of a guessing game, honestly. So with that, that will wrap up John Glenn. Uh, my prediction is 5-4 and four for the regular season. That does not count with um, with postseason. I, it's, it's hard to tell in postseason because you don't know who teams are going to be playing, uh, where they're going to be playing, uh, and how good – uh, other teams are. So we're going to move on to um, Northwood. Uh, we're going to be jumping around on teams, by the way. Uh, there, really, there really is no set list here. I just have teams that I have yet to cover. Um, and so we're just going to do these just how I see fit. So Northwood is next. Uh, first game of the year, right off the bat, they face rival Jimtown. Um, that is the U.S. 19 uh, rivalry. Um, uh, State Road 19 rivalry, my bad. Not U.S. 19. State Road 19 rivalry. Um, and I think um, I think Northwood's going to get it done. Northwood is going to get it done. Um, they're going to win. They're going to move to 1-0 and in the year. Uh, next game for Northwood is at Portage. Uh, I don't think Portage is going to be any good this year, and I think Northwood is going to cruise to an easy win to move to 2-0 and in the year. Um, and now Northwood opens up conference play September 1st at Concord against rival Concord. And I think they're... I think Northwood's going to get it done. I think, North, I think Concord has a chance to be good this year, 
and it's it's all going to depend on their first couple of games, how they're going to play. Um, but I think Northwood is just too overpowering for Concord this year, and I think Northwood's going to get it done. Um, and now they face arch rival Northridge, September eighth at Northwood, uh, and I think this one's going to be a revenge game for what happened in the sectional last year, when Northwood had a sh- uh, uh, a chance to win in the first half and then absolutely blew it in the second half and let Northridge run away with it late. I think it's going to be a revenge game, and I think Northwood comes out and they make a statement in this game, and they're going to move to 4-0 and on the year, uh, and they beat Northridge. Uh, the next game is at Warsaw. Uh, this one's going to be a, a tough game for Northwood, uh, but I, I, just, I just think Northwood is just too good uh, and I think they're going to get it done at Warsaw, and they're going to move to 5-0 and on the year. Uh, their next game is Plymouth. That's going to be an easy win for Northwood. Mark it up, 6-0. and um, and, and now we get to the one that's kind of questionable. Uh, th- there was only a couple questionable games for Northwood. That would be Northridge, Warsaw, and this next one, September 29th, Mishawaka. Northwood does have the advantage that it is at home for Northwood. But I think Mishawaka is going to be a surprise this year in 5A. And when, when I say surprise, they they haven't really been a surprise in 5A. They've been very good in 5A. Uh, but I just think there's something going on in Mishawaka this year that, that they're going to get over that hump. Uh, and it's going to start with Northwood. And they're going to make a – not really make a statement, but it's going to be a statement win for uh, the Cavemen. Mark it up. That will be 6-1 and one for Northwood. Um and then the wrap up the season, Northwood has two games on the road against Wawasee and Goshen, and I see Northwood winning both of those games. So I have Northwood going eight and one in the regular season this year after going nine and zero last year. Um, and I think Northwood's going to do fairly well in um, tournament play when it comes around. Uh, same with John Glenn; I think they have a chance to be good in their sectional. Um, when it comes to tournament time, but I mean, we'll just have to see. It's hard to tell right now because we don't know what teams are good and, and where and who are they're going to be playing. Um, so next up, we're going to do Penn, the Penn Kingsmen. Uh, they open up their season August 18th against rival Valpo. Um, I think Valpo is going to get it done. Valpo is coming off a state title last year. Uh, and I think they're just going to continue that run. Um, I think it's going to be fairly close. I think it's going to be closer than what people might think. And I think Valpo is just going to win it in the towards the end of the game uh, to move the Kingsman to 0-1 on the season. And now to the game where everyone is going to be at. It's going to be a packed house there at TCU Freed Field August 25th. That's right, the backyard brawl is back back for four years Penn Mishawaka 7 o'clock TCU Freefield mark it on your calendars this one's going to be one you're going to want to be at arch rivals finally facing each other no one um, in I, on either team has faced each other on the field no one um, the last time uh, these two teams have faced was um it was 2019 
uh, and Penn won that one, 21 to 13, uh, to get that win in the final game um, of the rivalry for a while. So it's been it's been three it's been four years since these two teams have faced each other, and it's going to be on the schedule for another four years. Uh, and I think Penn, just because this game is so big, uh, Penn plays in big games. Mark it up. Penn's going to take care of Mishawaka. It's going to be a very close game, very close game. But I think the Kingsmen, just because they're playing at home, uh, they have that home field advantage. Mark it up. Penn Kingsmen gets the gets back to 500, back to 1-1. One and one. Next game, Indianapolis Cathedral. Uh, that's an easy loss for Penn. There's no way Penn is beating uh, Indianapolis Cathedral. Cathedral is too good uh, for teams up north. Uh, Cathedral um, is a powerhouse year in and year out. Um, tournament fa- uh, tournament success factor has put them into 6A. Um, they are they should be a 4A school, um, and they are enrollment wise, but with how they've done in the tournament over you know the last decade has put them into the uh, highest class in Indiana, the 6A class. Um, and I think Cathedral has a shot to win state this year too. Um, so mark it up. Penn falls to one and two on the season. Uh, this next game is uh, one that was um, found late. In the year, Penn had a game scheduled against Cincinnati St. Xavier, um, but that game either A, got canceled, or dropped by one of the two schools, and Penn picked up Hammond Morton. Uh, chalk it up, easy win for Penn. Penn moves to 2-2 two and two on the year. Next game is against Elkhart. Uh, this opens up conference play for Penn. Uh, and I, I, th- I think Penn's going to get it done. It's a home game for Penn, September 15th. Uh, and I think Penn gets it done. They move to three and two on the year. Um, and then the next game's at Mishawaka Marion. Marion was not good last year at all. Penn gets an easy win against Mishawaka Marion to move to four and two on the year. Um, and then the next game's against South Bend St. Joe. St. Joe was not good last year. St. Joe is in kind of a... Uh, build back year, uh, and I think St. Joe does not have the capability to be Penn this year. Mark it up five and two for Penn um, going into this next game. This next game is going to decide the um, Northern Indiana Conference Big Division at New Prairie, October sixth. This is going to be a packed house, and it's going to decide who wins this division. Uh, and I think. Penn gets it done only because they are a bigger school. I think New Prairie falls in this game. I think it's going to be a field goal to a touchdown kind of a game. Uh, and I think Penn gets it done. They move to 6-2 and two on the year. Uh, and then Penn wraps up against South Bend Adams October uh, 13th. Easy win for Penn. Penn goes 7-2 and two in the regular season. That's my prediction for the Penn Kingsmen. Unfortunately, we have to cover Plymouth. And uh, this is going to be an easy one. October 18th against Calumet. That's a loss for Plymouth. I I don't see Plymouth getting it done. Um, 
at Columbia City. Columbia City was very good last year. That's another loss for Plymouth. That's 0-2. Warsaw. Warsaw was good as they open up conference play September 1st against arch-rival Warsaw. Unfortunately, Warsaw will win that one um, going away, and Plymouth will fall to 0-3 on the year. Um, at Wawasee, I think this one is going to be where Penn gets uh, their first win for their head coach, Adam Handley. Uh, he'll move to finally getting a win uh, as Plymouth head coach. Uh, and they will beat Wawasee on the road. Mishawaka, that'll be an easy loss in the next week, September 15th. Um, Northwood, that's an easy loss. Um, Goshen, I think Plymouth can beat Goshen only because it's at home. Uh, so that's two wins this year for Plymouth. Uh, and then on the road at Northridge, that's an easy loss. And then at Concord, um, rivalry game. Give me Concord in that one. Plymouth goes 2-7 and seven in the regular season, which is mind-boggling because Plymouth used to be very good in football. Um, with all the unfortunate news, we do have to cover Bremen, too, unfortunately. Um, August 18th, uh, Bremen opens up against LaVille at home. Um, Lancers get it done on the road. Lancers beat the Lions um, to move Bremen to 0-1 on the season. Uh, Bremen opens up conference play the following week um, against South Bend, Washington on the road. Uh, I think Washington um, falls in that one because I think Bremen turns it on uh, at the after the loss to LaVille. Give me Bremen in that one to move to 1-1 uh, and one on the year. Uh, next week they face South Central Union Mills. Uh, give me Bremen in that one to move to 2-1 and one on the year. Uh, and then Bremen faces Triton in that following week on September 8th. Uh, give me Bremen in that one, too. I don't think Triton has the capabilities to beat Bremen this year. I do think Triton's going to be fairly good this year in football, but Bremen's just going to be a little too overpowering. Uh, and then Bremen faces rival Jimtown. Uh, give me Jimtown in that one because they're going to be turning it on this year. The Jimmies have something going uh, over there in Jamestown, a.k.a. Elkhart. Um, and then the next week, it is the U.S. 6 rivalry uh, against John Glenn. Uh, and I think John Glenn does pull that one off. Um, it's at home for Bremen, though. But unfortunately, the Falcons just are going to be too strong for the Lions. And the uh, Bremen Lions fall in that one. Uh, the next game is against Prairie Heights. Easy win for Bremen. Um, that'll be just too easy. Uh, next game is at South Bend Riley. Um, Jackson Field is not going to be a good home for the Wildcats this year. Um, give me the Lions in that one. And then and then also Bremen faces Tippy Valley, and I think Tippy Valley also beats Bremen. Um, so it, it's going to be an average year for the Lions. Um, but I could be wrong. I also could be right. I don't know. We don't know. We're going to have to see. Next up is Mishawaka. Mishawaka has a chance to be one of the, not I, I want to say surprise teams in 5A. There's not a lot of surprise teams in 5A, but I think Mishawaka has a chance to move to the semi-state in the 5A division this year. Uh, they open up uh, the season against Mishawaka Marion. Uh, Mishawaka has also announced new uniforms for that game. 
Um, they are gray. They're all gray, and they look pretty spectacular. Um, so I think Mitchell Walker is going to get it done in that one because, you know, just the buildup to that game. Mitchell Walker, uh, Marion wasn't good last year at all. Um, they're kind of rebuilding. So give me Mitchell Walker in that one by quite a big margin. Uh, and then the backyard brawl, October 25th, like I talked about, I think Penn gets it done in that one just because it's at home for Penn and they, they know how to play in big games. Uh, and then Mishawaka Marion opens up NLC play against Northridge on the road. Um, give me, oh, man, dude, this one's tough. Wow. Um, North, Northridge is not known as a regular season team. They're 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 mostly known as a as a tournament team, a team that comes on late in the year. But I think something's going on over there in Middlebury. Uh, give me Northridge in that one in an upset of Mishawaka. So uh, so uh Mishawaka will fall to one and two on the year. Uh but then the rest of the year I think uh Mishawaka gets it done. Uh their next game, September eighth against Goshen, that's gonna be an easy win. At Plymouth, um that next week, easy win. So right there, um uh, Mishawaka moves to three and two on the year. Um then they face Warsaw. The only advantage of this one is um, Mishawaka has Warsaw at home, and I think the road trip for uh, Warsaw and the fact that it's a home game for Mishawaka, Mishawaka gets it done. Um, this one's going to be either a, a field goal to a um, uh, eight-point game. I think Mishawaka just has better home field advantage than – Warsaw, and I think uh, Mishawaka gets it done in that one. Uh, at Northwood, and I think Northwood gets this one done. Uh, it's on it's on the road for Mishawaka. Um, Northwood is just a tough place to play. Um, Napanee is not friendly to, um, does not have um, good hospitality. I mean, I mean they they do. I I'm trying to say this in like a nice way possible. It's just it's a very hostile environment down there in Napanee. Um, but, you know, the fans are welcoming and all that stuff. I'm not saying anything bad about the fans. But it's a pretty hostile environment down there in Napanee. And Northwood was very good this year. They got a lot of returning players coming back, too. Um, give me Northwood in that one. Uh, and then next two games for Mishawaka are two easy wins. That next week they face Concord October 6th. And then they wrap up the year against Wawa C, and they win against Wawa C. So it's six and three for Mishawaka on the year. Um, I I just think that Mishawaka has a tough has a tough schedule, and but they're going to get it done this year. Um, then Mishawaka Marion, Marion also has a fairly tough schedule too. Uh, they open up uh, the season against Mishawaka. Um, give me Mishawaka on that one in the uh, in the rivalry game there. Uh, and then their next games against uh, Culver Academy, aka CMA. Uh, I think Mishawaka Marion gets this one done. Uh, this one, this is a basketball rivalry. Um, this is not a football rivalry. Um, but I think Mishawaka Marion just gets it done uh, this year against the Eagles. Next game for the Marion Knights. It's against Brebuff Jesuit. Um, I think Jesuit 
is going to beat Mishawaka this year. Um, I just think Jesuits is a little too tough uh, for the Knights, and the Knights fall to 1-2 and two on the year. And then at New Prairie to open up conference play, New Prairie is going to be a surprise this year. Uh, in conference play, that is, not in the 4A class, but in conference play, give me New Prairie in that one for an easy win over the Knights. Um, then the next game for the Knights, September 15th, is South Bend Adams. Mishawaka gets that one done. Adams is going to have a down year in football. Um, and then the next game for Mishawaka Marion is Penn, September 22nd. Penn gets it done easily over the Knights. Um, so that means that the Marion Knights fall to one, two, three, four. Fall to two and four on the year. Um, next game for the Knights, September 29th at Angola. Uh, give me um, Angola only because it's on the road. Um, if it was at home for the Knights, I would take Marion. But since it's on the road, give me Angola in that one. Uh, I think it's going to be a close game, too. Uh, and then the next game for the Knights is Elkhart. Elkhart's going to win this one going away as well. Uh, Elkhart's going to be a surprise in 6A. Uh, they got some good players coming back, and their their coach um, is going to be building on the season that they had last year. Uh, so give me the Lions in that one. And then they wrap up, then the Knights wrap up the season with the Holy War against South Bend St. Joe. Um, this one is about the even, most even Holy War I have seen. Both teams are kind of down. Both teams are kind of rebuilding. And I think, uh, I think St. Joe gets it done because it's at home, and St. Joe just plays very well uh, at home. Um, so give me St. Joe in that one. I think uh, the Indians will get it done there. Um, so not a great year for the Knights, but you know it, it's one that they're gonna be they're liking because they went two and eight last year, and I see the Knights, I see the Knights winning a few games this year. I see the Knights winning three, four games. Um, next on, we're gonna move to Jimtown. Jimtown fit. Jimtown kind of has a weird schedule this year they they have a really weird schedule it's it's one that's yeah it's just weird um so they open up um their season uh against northwood uh rival northwood uh the uh state road 19 rivalry uh north i think jimtown um I think Northwood wins that one. Um, it's at home. Um, then Jimtown faces Concord, rival Concord, and I think uh, Jimtown gets this one done. Their next game is against a team probably no one's ever heard of. It's Osceola Grace. Uh, here's some fun facts about uh Here's one main fact probably people don't know. Osceola Grace was supposed to be Elkhart Christian. Uh, back a few years ago, Elkhart Christian decided that they wanted to have a football team. Um, I think whoever, I think the su superintendent or, or somebody like that, president, I don't know. Whoever it was, whoever, you know, the, the, the main guy, 
decided that he wanted Elkhart Christian to be known for football. Uh, Elkhart Christian does not play football um, currently, um, and he, he wanted to build a football team. Um, so they they started setting everything up. Uh, if you drive by, if you drive by Elkhart Christian Academy, uh, they have a a field out by uh, the main drag that is uh, that was supposed to be their their football field. Um, some things happened. Um, he got he got removed, and uh, the football team kind of fell apart. Well, there's a church over in Osceola that decided to kind of tie into Elkhart Christian, and they, a church name is Osceola Grace. So, at, at Elkhart Christian, if you want to play football, I think you have to be, um, you have to go to Osceola Grace in order to play football. Now, and Osceola Grace is no pushover. Osceola Grace is very good. Um, they are very, very good. Um, they, they are not in the IHSAA. Uh, I think they're in some sort of Christian football league. Um, I, I don't know for sure right off the top of my head. Um, but yeah, Osceola Grace is pretty darn good. Um, but they are not good enough to beat Jimtown. Let's just say that. And I think Jim, Jimtown gets it done. They move to two and one on the year. Uh, their next game is against rival John Glenn. Uh, that opens up conference play for the Jimmies. Jimtown uh, gets that one done. Uh, they move to 3-1 and one on the year. Uh, then the Jimmies face Bremen that next week, um, also in conference play. Uh, the Jimmies also get that one done as well to move to 4-1. and one. Then Jimtown faces Tippy Valley. And uh, I think Tippy Valley gets this one done. It's a home game for Tippy Valley, and I think uh, the Vikings get it done down there in Death Valley. Uh, give me Tippy Valley in that one. Jimtown falls to four and two on the year, uh, and then the next games for Jimtown are easy, easy wins. Uh, they face South Bend Washington. It's an easy win. Uh, South Bend Adams, easy win, and they finish off the year at South Bend Riley with an easy win. So mark it up 7-2 and two for the Jimmies this year. Um, I think it's going to be a very successful year. Now we're going to move to Knox. Knox, um, in their final year, along with LaVille, in the Hoosier North. Uh, and this, this might be the best year that Knox has to win the Hoosier North. Um, but... There is there are two teams out there. There's one other team that is looking to dethrone the Lancers, and that is North Judson. North Judson also has the best chance to win the Hoosier North. Um, but as of right now, uh, the Hoosier North um, is going to be decided by LaVille. Uh, LaVille is going to uh, go out, and they're going to defend their Hoosier North Athletic Conference title. And I think LaVille's going to get it done again. Uh, I really do. But uh, let's move to Knox here. First game for Knox uh, is in conference play uh, against Winnemac uh, August 18th. Uh, I think Knox gets that one done. 
Um, Knox is going to be Knox is going to be a three A surprise um, in the regular season. Um, but it, I like I said before, it's kind of hard to know what's going to happen in tournament play. Next game for Knox is a non-conference game against McConaughey. I think Knox gets that one done. They move to two and zero. Next game it's against Culver. That's conference play. Knox gets an easy win against Culver. Um, and it it's not even going to be close. Uh, now their next few, their next three games for Knox are going to be the ones that decide whether or not Knox is going to be good or they're going to be average. Next game after Culver, September eighth, is North Judson, a home game for Knox. If if North Judson wins, then it's going to be a Laville North Judson battle for who wins the Hoosier North. If Knox beats North Judson, then there's going to be that you know um, three way split of who, uh, the three way uh, competition of who's going to win the Hoosier North. I I. I think North Judson gets it done personally in this rivalry game. I think North Judson gets it done. Um, they are going to be looking for revenge this year. They feel like they were shorted uh, in the game against Laville and should have won that game. But that's neither here nor, or, nor there. Uh, so give me um, the Blue Jays in that one. Uh, and have the Redskins fall to 3-1 and one on the year. Next game is against John Glenn. And if I said Glenn was going to get it done earlier, I'm going to change my mind, and I'm going to say Knox gets this one done. Home game for Knox. Um, actually, no, I did say Knox was going to win. Um, so uh, Knox will move to 4-1 and one on the year. And then they faced LaVille on the road. And I think LaVille comes out and makes a statement because they they let Knox hang around last year um, in last year's game at Knox. Uh, LaVille should have won that one. Um, not going away, but they sh- should have not made it as close as it was. So give me LaVille in that one. Uh, Knox falls to 4-2. and two. Uh, and then the next next two games for Knox are winnable ones at Pioneer, easy win, uh, Triton, easy win, and then finish up the year at Caston. That game is not even going to be close. Give me Knox. So I think Knox has a chance to either finish with one or two losses this year. I think my my prediction is seven and two, but they couldn't finish eight and one. All depends on. That uh, three-game stretch with North Judson, John Glenn, and at Laville. That's going to be the deciding factor for Knox. Those are their three toughest games of the year. Um, and if they win, if they win two of those. If they beat, if they beat North Judson and Laville, Knox is going to win the Hoosier North. Um, no doubt in my mind. Uh, now we're going to wrap up our um, scheduling uh, breakdowns. With the Elkhart Lions, um, they open up the season October 18th against Concord. Um, I think Elkhart wins this one. This one's kind of turning into a rivalry game a little bit. Give me Elkhart in this one. Um, and then Elkhart faces Northridge in that following week. Uh, and I think Elkhart gets this one done um, in a surprise 
win. I think I think this one's going to be surprising. So Elkhart moves to two and zero. Um, following week, September first, Elkhart faces Hammond Morton. Uh, easy win for the Lions. Give me uh, Elkhart in that one. Elkhart moves to three and zero on the year. Um, this next game, September eighth. I'm either going to butcher this name or I'm going to get it right, this uh, city name. I'm going to say Massillon, um, Washington, uh, the team over in Ohio. Uh, it's a road game for Elkhart, so give me Massillon, Washington in that one because it's going be, to be a long trip for Elkhart. So give me, give me Washington in that one and not South Bend, Washington. Uh, the next game at Penn. Uh, these next games are going to be conference games for Elkhart uh, at Penn. Penn's going to get that one done. Um, so that means Elkhart falls to 3-2 and two on the year. Uh, South Bend St. Joe, that's going to be an easy win for Elkhart. Uh, that'll move them to 4-2 and two on the year. Uh, at South Bend Adams, that's going to be an easy win for the Lions as well. So they're going to move the five and two on the year. Um, at Mishawaka Marion, uh, October sixth, that's an easy win for Elkhart. Uh, that's six and two on the year. Uh, and I think New Prairie is going to upset Elkhart. Uh, when I say upset, I don't really mean upset, but you know it's a four A school playing a six A school. That's kind of why I say it's an upset. But New Prairie is going to be very good this year in four A. Uh, and I think New Prairie gets it done. Uh, so Elkhart finishes the year 6-3. and three. Um, So, yeah, with that, that ends our scheduling breakdown for the year. Uh, we will have, you know, weekly updates when football starts. Uh, we, are, we are very close to starting the season. We're a couple weeks away now. Um, there's going to be a lot of coverage of the Ville. Uh, uh, Penn. Um, there will also be some other scores um, in there as well. But, you know, there's going to be a lot of coverage of LaVille and Penn. So with that, that'll wrap up this episode. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next time. Hey guys, it's Kenny, host of The Good Fight. We hope you enjoyed the episode. If you want to hear more, you can check out our website at thelugnutspodcastgroup.com for all information related to the podcast and where to listen to us. You can also follow the Patreon page for exclusive benefits for the show. Join us next time for The Good Fight.